We have about five choices. You know, we can be bad at what we do. I mean, we can be average at what we do. I mean, we can be good at what we do. Or we can be excellent, or we can be elite. And everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity, you have to have special focus, you have to have a special commitment and drive and passion to do things at a high level and a high standard all the time. And it doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, that probably can make you good. But without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. And that, that's the part that we're trying to get to. Truly a reset and a recommitment and a refocus and, you know, we go back to work. We live modern, but we train old, you know. That's a mindset so that you don't lose the perspective. You just fall in love with the grind. I mean, it's a grind. You got to love it. They don't put championship rings on smooth hands. You got to put the work in. You know, the quality of construction is based on the commitment of the crew. You got to have guys, coaches, and staff that are committed. And the big part of being a team is you have to be able to communicate with other people and you have to work with other people. And you can never have any team chemistry for this reason. Mediocre people don't like high achievers and high achievers don't like mediocre people. So if everybody doesn't buy into the same principles and values of the organization and the same high standard, you're never going to be successful. Get the right guys on the bus, get them in the right seats, and get the wrong guys off the bus. So one of these days you're going to be working in an organization and somebody's going to try to do that to you. So which one of those people do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody they're trying to get off the bus because you're satisfied with mediocre performance? Because you can never have any team chemistry in your organization if everybody's not committed to the same standard and the same thing. You know, when I worked for Bill Belichick, we had one sign in the building. It was, do your job. You know, you go in all these places and, you know, you see all these things. One sign, do your job. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. We are live, and we thank you for being a part of it. Today is not only uh, a Dudney Monday, as we do that every live show on Mondays, where Dr. Dudney gives $50 to someone visiting the Golden Ticket Seats, but it's also a Charity Charge Monday. And today, 10% of food sales of participating Buffalo Wild Wings will go to Shepherd's Fold Ministry, today's beneficiary. Uh, in the charity charge today. So good luck uh, to them. I know that they're very excited and getting behind this, and I hope that all of you go out, and it's a win-win. Uh, have great food. Uh, just enjoy a great lunch or dinner today and benefit uh, Shepherd's Fold Ministries. That's today part of uh, the charity charge as we partner up with Buffalo Wild Wings. We've been doing this for quite some time now. And uh, I haven't uh, added up the total, but I, I know it's way on up there. I'm talking about they have uh, donated a lot of money to some great charities, and today's another good one with Shepherd's Fold Ministries. All right, well, here we go. Let's bring them in. Sitting over to my left, it's Mr. Greg Burgess, and right in front of me, it's Michael Helms. How are we all, man? Hey, hey. I'm good, but I have a request for today and today only. Right. I want you to refer to me as a lion dog face pony soldier. Okay. The rest of the day. You're just right. a lion dog face pony soldier. All right. That's we'll what I want that. to be called. Hamsey talking uh, and referring to uh, Joe Biden in New Hampshire. 
Uh, it says, jokingly, calls uh, a student who asked him a question a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Now, and he's done, apparently bad. he's done it before. It sounds bad when you say the words, but I watched it. I think he was kidding. He was. He was. He, he was, was kidding around. He but, was. He just, but now it didn't make a lot of sense. No. It no, still it made didn't. me feel like his mind was somewhere. <laughs> right. I really wished he which he's not, but I wished he would get the nomination so him and Trump could debate. Oh, oh wouldn't that be awesome? How awesome would Between the two of them? We're not that lucky, I don't no, think. No. I really don't think we are. Uh, but apparently, of course, old Bernie, he's pretty. He yeah, gave you a few sound bites. He's there. Right. He loves to say "damn." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He says it all the time. He does. <laughs> here, here, listen, listen, listen in just a little bit, if you don't mind. Hi, my name is Madison, and I'm an econ student at Mercer University. Hey. And oh, awesome. Um, so I'm gonna be a little bit. Okay. okay. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, what's what's um, going on with the audio? So you're arguably the candidate with the greatest advantage in this race. You've been the vice president. You weren't burdened down by the impeachment trials. So, or in the participation. So, how do you explain the performance in Iowa, and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? She's handing the mic back. It's a good question. Number one, I was a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're, now you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, lying dog-faced. I don't know if dog-faced is good to call a woman. <laughs> it's no, not. probably not. <laughs> Maybe not. No. Um, that that uh, was just – it's just awkward, and I, I just – I can't handle things like that, but um, and someone is saying this is a a line from a John Wayne movie. Yeah, it's a, it? it's a, I don't well, know. The, the, I don't know. I'm a John Wayne that. fan. I don't. It's again, um, not that I've watched every John Wayne yeah. movie because man, there's a lot of them. It's it's apparently um, the uh, according TMZ reported <laughs> that the phrase may have come from the 1952 uh, John Wayne well, no movie. No wonder I didn't know. <laughs> well, but Biden would because he's well, 107. Would know That's right. Um, but they <laughs> call, <a> human. <laughs> is it Pony Soldier? Or something yeah, like Lion that. Dog. Oh, you're talking Lion about the name phrase. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, that that's in the story that we have. So that's today. where his mind went immediately. So because <laughs> yeah. that was a quick response. So he he thought, well, you're a lion dog for his pony soldier. And, yeah, I mean, he thought that was yeah. what he should. But he's say. done this before. The, the, he did this with a, another. He was interacting with someone. And that insurance will be cheaper. Dog face pony soldier. Hold no. on, he did it again. Do not understand the bill you supported. Uh, look, lion dog face pony soldier. No, look. And he well, did that I, back well, in January. It, it says it didn't say. It doesn't say that. Is that another rally? The movie name and it says John Wayne movie where an Indian chief turns to John Wayne and says, "This is a lion dog face pony soldier." Okay, all right. So now I don't know. I, so that's, how about he likes to quote that? He'll call somebody a, a liar in a second. It, oh, it, he it, will. It, whenever they ask him a question, and he'll declare go vote for somebody else. Yeah, Joe. I don't know if you know how this works. You're supposed to ask people to vote for you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. Telling you know, people to vote for someone else <laughs> is really not campaigning. I, I got to ask a question here. I'm just. So, I'm but, no but political back to, expert. Back to you, you're if he could just get the the nomination and. And the two oh. of them could debate Trump and Biden. Would do you think close fist? Do you think it would get to that if if he actually made it because of how angry he is now, where yeah. he'll just say anything? I would love to see him. I would. I mean, just yeah, we would have highlights. Well, how about this? You never know. I'd be leaning in because you never know oh, what yeah. he's going to say because it can go from hey, I'm going, I'm going the speed limit to oh my goodness, I'm speeding. You know, I'm 30, 30 miles over the speed limit in just right. in a second. He seems fine, all of a sudden he'll snap. 
That's not a good sign. You talking way. about appointment TV? If no, you could just make just it deep, be good stuff. Yeah, make it deep. Good stuff. The, so that's uh, that's that happened uh, over this past weekend. <laughs> I wish you Who even knows what that is? I don't know. Well, that goes back to the point that he's out of touch. He, exactly. Yeah. He just pretty much, you know, confirms that daily. Um, something else is kind of, kind of be, be kind of fun. You know, today is a, a Dudney Monday. Uh, as I as I mentioned at the top of the hour, where fifty dollars go to goes to someone today visiting the Golden Ticket seats, and we always put that out on social media. Dudney uh, puts that out on Twitter and Instagram, and a lot of times we'll just retweet that and, and everything. And um, I don't know if y'all have seen this or not, but they have given us Dudney uh, cut out a cut out Dudney head on a stick. Great. And we're all going to hold them up. Yeah. And I got to tell you, this kind of looks like me a little bit. This it's, goes back. This goes it, back to the hey, everybody's ball that looks. Everybody ball looks like each other. Mm-hmm. So we got. We're going to hold these little Dudney. So heads we're holding up. up Dudney, not Speedy. Right. Correct. Exactly. But yeah. but from a distance in a in a picture, I wonder if that's going to. How about this? I'm going to have y'all hold this because it looks like I'm holding myself. <laughs> well, you've got multi. It looks like we've all got to hold up one. Yeah. Well, well there's a number of them. Yeah. Um, do, you know, I wonder, I wonder if Adler still has the cutout of me like this. There was I'd like, one. Ooh, I'd like to put side them side by side. Where is it? Remember, Adler used it all the time. Yeah, it's Where somewhere did those come from? Here. Did he make them? Remember, there were one for all of us. I, I don't I know. Can't remember. I don't know. Can't remember either. So we'll uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we um, we've got some of you already getting screened up, so we will uh, see if we can uh, jump to the phone. Some a lot of stories. Uh, to go through some weekends to recap uh, and all of that happening today. We thank you for uh, being a part of it here on this Dudney Monday and Charity Charge Monday, too. So we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To me, it look like a leprechaun to me. I gotta do look up in the tree. Who else is a leprechaun? Say yeah! yeah! Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff and it told him to get up in the tree and play a leprechaun. I wanna know where to go. Like, I want to go. Give me the go. I want to go. 21 minutes past the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you more than you know. Uh, today's a Dudney Monday. If you headed to the seats, good luck. You can win 50 bucks. It's also a charity charge Monday where 10% of food sales goes to participating, bu- uh, I should say 10% of food sales at participating Buffalo Wild Wings goes to the today's uh, charity, and that's Shepherd's Fold Ministries. Uh, and looking forward to uh, having lunch uh, with our sales manager of WZZK today to help celebrate the charity, and uh, hopefully you will do the same. Uh, it's a great win-win for everybody. All right, so uh, let's let's get back and break down a couple of things. First of all, the XFL started this past weekend. I go to the two of you. Did you give it anything at all? A little. A little. I, I, I tuned in some. Uh, what was the first game? I can't remember who was playing. Uh, big quarterback from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Jones was yeah. the quarterback. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I don't. The venue it makes. I like where they're playing because they're smaller, so the crowds right. are better. Yeah, yeah. You know, instead of trying to get in a giant stadium, Th- this got on my nerves because um, I just think it's the same thing when um, uh, you have them like um, who's the big guy that gets on, on our nerves? 
Romo? Uh, no. Uh, Booger McFarland? Booger. Okay. When he'd yell out 11 personnel, 12 personnel. Stuff, oh, yeah. I, I don't think when that you got to hear the coaches calling the plays every play because uh. nobody cares. I mean, you don't know what they're talking about. You, to it, me, I yeah. like now they would walk up to players and interview them after they made a play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to hear the coach going, Z1, right, 4, 7, Z6, because nobody knows what it means. So yeah. are you wearing 12 personnel? or where? Mm. No, the, the, the average person listening doesn't care about that. That's just noise to me. Now, but like I said, I did like it. Like you'd have a guy make an interception, and all of a sudden he's standing on the sidelines and got a microphone in his face, and he's yeah. talking about it. Yeah, that, that, that I like. That was pretty cool. Now, I tell you, one thing I do like is, um, you know, not necessarily all the play calling. Give me just just a little bit of that. Just sprinkle that. But – when we call, when they call timeout and walk over to the coach to break things down, now, now, I, I like love it. that because yeah. In the, in yeah, the that's first, different. I like that. In, in the first yeah. game, the coaches were like, "Hey, hey, everybody, everybody, calm down." Yeah, everybody, calm, you know, like he's he's, yeah. he's trying to get order because everybody's panicking. Hey, everybody, calm down, y'all, calm down. But it seemed like it was it was Jim Zorn that they had it on for Seattle and. Uh, Every play, oh it's ZXY. I'm, I'm like, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. Now, if it's quarterback comes over and they want to have a conversation, fine. But or like you're talking about, you yeah. know, just any any like the ref talking to the coach mm-hmm. or interviewing the player after a play, all that I like. Yeah. But I, I just don't think <laughs> I, like I just don't think the public cares to hear all them numbers and slant this and that because you have no idea what they're talking about. And, and whoever's because of the delay trying to mute the players when they cuss. Like when the quarterback is mic'd and and they're not getting the play in, he's like, "Well, come on, man!" What uh, you? And then all of a sudden, you just don't hear anything. It's muted for like two yeah. seconds, and you hear him again. You know, he's dropping something. But uh, it was uh, it was pretty entertaining. Now the kickoff was what? How are you on the kickoff? It's kind of anticlimactic. I, I mean, I I get it from a safety yeah. standpoint. I thought there'd be bigger plays out of it. If but. you didn't see it, the the and we explained a little bit this last uh, week, but the kicker is back by himself. And both teams are five yards away from each other at midfield, and then the uh, whoever's returning the kick is back by himself, uh, you know. And then the the uh, the front line can't leave uh, until the ball is caught. Yeah, and uh, and so I guess that's trying to it's reduce a safer the, way of doing the, the, it the without, full speed impact. I guess without of, doing away with it. Yeah. Now I they've done so. away with the PAT. Yeah. What'd you think of that? Uh, you got option one, two, or three. Right. I, I wanted to see a little bit more, but because of the weekend, I didn't get to see a lot. I got I to see maybe that. a quarter and a half or so. Uh, but what I saw, I liked how they were able to to kind of bring you inside the action. Now, one thing I do think that, that the NFL needs to adopt is how quick they look at the play and make a yes. decision. I like that. Now you're right. Because they'll go to a replay – and they'll be talking to White Hat, they don't waste no time. and then they're trying to make it, and they'd make that decision, and we move on. I do think that yeah. somebody yeah, they, that, they that needs to be picked up. up. That I mean, right. even in maybe even in, even in college, because and also it helps the the people at home know. Okay, why did you come to that decision? Oh, it, they, it helps you break you. It breaks it down for they you. They made a call on a, it was a, it was like third or and it was fourth and short, and they ran a running play, and the guy got it by half a yard. Yeah. Well, they gave a terrible spot. Terrible. They had it reviewed and overturned before you can even really say anything about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were sitting there saying they started going, ah, I don't know about that spot. They're going to look at it. And also they go, well, after further review, mm-hmm. the, you know, first down. Yeah. I mean, but like you said, they turned it around in a hurry um, because the, it was obvious. Yeah. I mean, why well, we got to look at it 50 times? The one review I saw was um, White Hat from the SEC that Rick says uh, – <laughs> He uh, refereed the uh, lacrosse some, too. Yeah. Uh, I think he might live in Hoover, Alabama. I can't remember. But anyway, he was he was white hat during this game. And apparently the guy running the ball went down, but nobody touched him, so he got up. And when he got up, 
the ball was hit out uh, hit out of his hands. He fumbled, and the defense picked it up. Well, on the field, it was ruled opposite, and down. and and they they quickly reviewed it. Yeah. And then after, and you can tell the guy probably that that was like upstairs reviewing it knew he was being live carried live because yeah. he told White Hat he said he said not, he gave him the ruling he said all right now smile real pretty when you do you yeah. know but just hearing that interaction was kind of neat but he I like that he stuff. quickly he said okay look he's down here okay but nobody touched him he has come up no no knees okay he's live now the ball's out okay that's going to the defense we're going to reverse this one yeah I mean it was that quick they don't they don't they don't look at it 50 times no I agree with 100 percent of what you're saying I, and I thought it was a really good football product on the field too yeah I yeah I, I did I, I, I thought it was some good players some good plays it, it wasn't sloppy mm-hmm. I mean obviously you're gonna have turnovers and those type things but um, they were. They looked to be organized and have things together. It was a good product. Birmingham yeah. can't believe they went with the A instead of XFL. I know, I know, I know. And, I and know. we have a tie to the old XFL right. because we did the broadcast yeah. and all that. And just seeing the emblem, even yeah. though they just changed the color, but the same emblem, yeah. it kind of brought back memory. Because I couldn't believe they only did one season of the last one. It should have yeah. got a second season, yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, so a little well, bit of history there. Let me ask you there. this too, because I noticed ABC and ESPN is all behind it. I know that crazy the coverage that they had, and crazy the Fox folks that they have doing too, the yeah. games. Yeah, was what was our options with the other one with the Birmingham? It wasn't like this, right? NFL Network every okay. now and yeah, then. Yeah, then, then, then wasn't it they, CBS Sports or something? I can't. Remember. I, can't remember. I think you're right. It just doesn't seem yeah. like I'm like you. It didn't seem like it had the. No, we, well, we got some big names as far as like you're talking yeah. about it's announcing, and then they got the the guy that's on the sideline talking to coaches. Uh, and then I saw it on Fox, ABC, and ESPN yeah. carried it. I guess they all were, you know, but. You know, the AAF, they, everybody come out, you know, they kind of rushed it out. And, and everybody said it basically was about that betting app that they were trying yeah. to develop. Yeah. And I think yeah. they put all their eggs in that basket. Right. And, and instead of causing the XFL, instead of rushing out, you know, waited a year to, yeah. to get everything in place. But, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's so, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It ain't going to last. But but back back to <laughs> you, your conversation about about it not being too, too sloppy a play. Yeah. It was a mixture of guys that had been out for a couple of years and hadn't played, and then people have been on practice squads in yeah. the NFL. So it was a mixture of all. They were all over the place, yeah. and I thought it was pretty decent. It's good football. Rick says not to get attached to it. Uh, yeah, we're not. He's right. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is 25 minutes till top of the hour, and the Rick and Bubba show is live. It's called the kickoff hour because we're kicking things off, uh, kicking things off for the boys. So we thank you for being a part of it today. Big boy is just out there. Look at him looking in on us here. He's out in the breezeway, ready to go for this Dudney Monday. So also a charity charge Monday today. 10 percent of food sales of Buffalo Wild Wings, participating Buffalo Wild Wings, goes to Shepherd's Fold Ministries and. Uh, that link is in show notes, and uh, good luck to them today. I hope a lot of money is raised for them, and uh, hopefully you will go out and participate. All right, so, uh, Helmsy, you were telling us uh, in the break that you were about to have to jump into something that you're not real sure about but that we would have fun with. and I, so I'm about to enter a world that I didn't think I would ever enter, 
And, really? And it was thrown on me this weekend. I don't know what's brought this on. Ballroom dancing. No, oh, no, gosh. no. I just I thought I'd just throw um, it out there. Not there yet. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, no. Oh, no. no. Okay. You're getting close because it's, it's that crazy. Uh, for, is it really? For us, anyway. For, for us, huh. it is. Um, Madeline wants to play soccer. Okay. And so I you know I'm not I'm not I'm not against soccer but I've never had anybody uh, in my family play soccer. So you're at really all. not up on it. No, right. Don't have a clue. Yeah. And so yeah. Saturday there was a panic around our house. Evidently, the sign-up for this had passed, and we're all worried about like, it. I don't know. You were that family. We're upset about it, and I'm like, guys, just calm down. Give me an email address. Everybody calm Let's, down. Let me, let me figure this out. Now, what are y'all trying to do? <laughs> Maddie wants to play soccer, and I went. And Braden, Braden was in the room. And <laughs> Did he, you give her that look? He, 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 he looked at <laughs> Braden and I made contact across the room, uh-huh. and it was like both of us looked at each other like we're coming off this high of the Auburn LSU game and we looked across the room at each other like did they just say soccer is that what i heard did i hear <laughs> soccer and and so i just i said and maddie was kind of like she was kind of cowed down a little bit like am i gonna be able to play kind of uh, thing and was, so was you know you can't turn there? her down right now and so i said well, let me see if i can get you signed up and Braden looked at me shocked because he thought oh, really? i was gonna shut this completely down okay and and I, because let me tell you why Soccer would not be on my number one list, but it's way above gymnastics, friends. Okay? Uh It's way above that world. And so if I have to choose between the two, it's not even close. If I can get her on a soccer field, oh, I'll I'll wear soccer shirts Mm. because I can't stand that other. Soccer shirts? Can't stand that other world. Yeah. Just yeah, can't. It's, uh, yeah. it's not for me. It's not. I just pretty expensive not, too. I think yeah. You're, you're well, on. soccer's not cheap either. You think <laughs> with a ball that just one ball that you know, you know, wow, pair of shorts. Why, and I thought shirt. that's why it's so popular worldwide because it's not expensive. Well, nah, you just nah. get a, get a ball and go kick it. No, I mean I know nah. you got to have little guards and shin guards and all that and go. Oh, I got to have some cleats sure. too and yeah. and all that. But I mean, a lot of games on Saturday too. Cha-ching. Yeah, a yeah. Saturday oh, games. a lot of Saturday games. So, Get ready so I that. said, I look, get a tournament hey, or two. hello, Mister Saturday morning. So huh? I, t- I know I took I took the <laughs> approach that I probably wouldn't have taken in the past. I just yeah. said, hey, look, I'm going to embrace this. You want to play soccer? We'll sign you up for soccer. Yeah. So now I'm in that process of trying to figure out: is it really too late? So I've been oh, on, okay. I've so been on I've been online time. registering. Hmm. Hey Ryan, I need you to email me back at some point. Come on, Ryan. Um, and and unfair to him because well, hey, we just emailed this weekend. Yeah. So online <clears throat> online it says you can still register online, but yet I don't see a button to hit to register. And I, but I've created an account, so I've been mm-hmm. trying to figure all this out. Yeah. You know why? I'm new to soccer. Yeah. I don't know how they yeah. do things. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, maybe you'll be coaching. Maddie, no, no. Oh, Maddie yeah. was in tears last night because she's afraid that she's not going to be able to play. Wow. And so I said, no, hey, you'll look, get her in. Look, we'll we'll figure this out." I said, I, "I'm not making a promise that you can that you're we're going to get you in, but I'm going to do everything I can to, to try to make it happen." Yeah. I've even bothered people that I, that's not even in the seven U eight U world uh-huh. with this. Hoping they can help me out. <laughs> hey, look, I know. Like, I just I sent uh, earlier this morning. I sent an email to a lady. I said, "Look, I know you're you're like 13, you, but can you point me in the right direction here? 
Ryan for this seven, Ryan eight years. Ryan won't email me back. Well, and it's not Ryan's fault. Ryan's just now probably getting my email. Right. He might have had a weekend. He, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't expect him mm-hmm. to, to respond. Now, if I don't have anything by close business day, I'm going to get a little worried. What do you think Ryan was doing this past weekend? I don't know. Probably, probably at a soccer game. You think? He's probably covered up with kids somewhere with soccer. If you're in charge of a soccer league, you're probably covered up with soccer. But, but okay, so but the sign up, the sign up started. But has the has the league started? No, uh, first okay, game's then, not till March. I think he went hiking then. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble. I'm just saying. I think started. I think he was either on a bicycle or hiking. Really? Yeah. I don't okay. know why, but I do. Uh, I think you'll get him in just fine. Here's what's going to happen, Greg. Oh yeah. Hey, Mr. Helms. Oh, yes, sir. That's coach. good. Well, I'm so glad you called because no. we actually have a team. Uh, yes. That's a little sh- short no. of players and everything. And um, here's your with, shirt with I coach mean, on the back. Do you think you could coach? Well, I, you know, I don't really know anything about. No, that's okay. That you don't have to know. Look at this age group. If you can just keep them organized and somewhat know what you're doing, that's all we're looking for. Well, no, I don't really want. No, if you could, we really need a dad to help volunteer. Do you think you? Or what about this? So and so could be head coach. Could you be an assistant? We need some help. Before you know it, you're going to be coaching no. a soccer practice. No, yes, no, you are. No. Oh, yes. yes and then little Maddie's going to look up at you and go, Daddy, are you going to coach me? And then you're going to be like, you, you <laughs> That can't, would be you tar- can't, you hard to turn down. You can't turn turn yeah. those eyes down I looking know. up at you. Huh? She is my, my favorite. Dad, buddy. Yeah. I'm go. a little bothered by you calling them favorites. I don't Why? like that. Well, they know. Well, what about the other two? Well, they there's times where they're favorite. Just right now, Maddie's in the lead. It changes from week to week, day to day. But right now, Maddie's my favorite. Okay. Mm-hmm. Braden was close this weekend. He went. He had a range of of polling this weekend. Okay. Started off number one, mm. moved quickly to the second spot, yeah. quickly to the third spot. Stayed there a while. Yeah. yeah. And then moved up to number one, <laughs> and then did something yesterday to bounce back to three. So <laughs> our poll is constantly changing. Yeah. 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 And Caroline is either she's usually <laughs> hanging out at one or two. She's never really found herself at three. Huh. Um, she's usually in that top two. But she's always going to make the finals. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Um, but Maddie and Braden will flip between. And, and I'll be honest, Maddie usually hangs out. She She's not number one much, to be really? honest. Wow. So for her to take the top spot, it's big for her. Yeah. It's really yeah. big for yeah. her. I get it. A lot of confidence going on with Maddie right. right now. Yeah. Well, you're going to have a lot of handles on that team you coach, too. I'm There's not, gonna coaching. Be a lot I'm of not coaching a soccer team. I'm just well, telling you. I know how you like order and discipline, and I, that's that's not with that age group, and, and, yeah. and that uh, – just, just get ready for it. Um, I'll gladly pay it. the fee. I'll gladly buy all the shin guards and cleats we need. I'll buy, you know, the jerseys, uh, but I, I'll even buy the yellow and red cards for the officials. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I don't even know if that's a thing. But I'm not. Uh, no, no coaching. But I, but I am trying. I'm, I'm working diligently to get her signed up, and hopefully she can play. You know, we were talking about multiple kids and and everything. And Greg, yours are grown with you know married and all this, doing well, families, all that. Uh, by the way, baby Ellis, we need an update at some point. Is he just is he's, he? He's up on his feet, right? Oh, just, uh, he, you better not take your eye off of him. He's, <laughs> he's at that move. age. He's he at that on age. On the move. Well, so you know, because you've raised them, and Hamza, you know, having multiple kids, that as they get older, you get a little bit calmer. Okay, as far as how you deal with things. Yeah. And you know, right now, Reese has got his permit, and so we're doing a lot of driving. I'm talking about a lot of driving. But Reese has never driven with the entire family, minus Tyler. He's at school in the car. You know, it's it's yeah. it's a, it's a, been a lot of me or just Terry. Like, 
hey, I'm picking him up from baseball practice. You drive home. Hey, we need to go by the grocery store. You drive. And so it's been a lot of driving my truck. Well, for the first time, he drove, and I'm putting quotes, mom's car, which is the big SUV we all get in. And, um, and so on the way home from church yesterday, Terry said, hey, Reese, why don't you drive? And then, you know, oh, JC, boy. no, while I'm in the car. You know, thanks, big sure. bro. Thanks, sure. thanks, brother. You know, don't do that. I want to live. You know, and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. that, that's a little much. All right. And uh, and so we, we get through it, and he does fine. He really does. And we stop, and we ate. And there's a really good restaurant close to the house. It timed down but because they had practice in the afternoon. We just had a lot of stuff going on, but it just couldn't have timed down any better. So we finally get to the house, and we pull up, and we, we're getting out. And JC, well, I don't know who you are. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you sure are a lot more calmer now. I mean, teaching him how to drive. Yeah. And then he starts bringing up all these stories about me yeah. when he was learning how to drive. And then Terry said, <laughs> yes, you kind of are. And I'm like, what do you mean? I, I don't understand. He was doing he was doing everything fine. You know, I, would, I, didn't, I, I didn't holler at y'all. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm like, well, no. I was just telling you, if I tell you to stop, it's not time to debate. If I tell you to stop, stop, because that means I need you to stop. It's not, why? Yeah. You know, I mean, if I'm saying stop or go, that's pretty important. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is not, you know what I'm talking I about? I know exactly I mean, what you're talking about. And Greg, when you were teaching yours, oh. if you were telling them to do something, there's suggestions, and then I, if I ever told them, if I say stop, that means stop or if i say hey go 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 that means go that's not why no, well, no. you know that's yeah. not the time right. let's, let's get off to the side after it's over we'll and go. now why did yeah. you tell me that yeah and uh, apparently i was pretty mean to jc you said when i you traumatized him sounds yeah. like but you're right and, and then tyler's and, and back well but to but, your point if Braden would have came to me at seven and asked me to play soccer i'd have shut it down and never it would have happened so to your point i i've changed a little older, a little wiser. Yeah. It's it's not about so much about what I want to do. It's mm-hmm. what they should do. And right. you know, you learn from number one to number three. And I think that's why Braden looked at me like he did yesterday mm-hmm. when he was caught off guard with the fact that I was just so. Yeah, sure. I'm in. I'll sign you up. <laughs> What'd you do with my dad? You know yeah, that right. kind of thing. Who are you? Who are you? Oh, I hear that all the time. Good night. Well, I'll tell you what. You sure have gotten soft. What do you, what, do you just want me to <laughs> holler at him or something? I think you get older, you just get tired. You get I tired. Think I I'm wore out. There's so many things that I'd go back and do different with Braden, yeah. but I don't have the energy to do it. Right. If you gave me that opportunity, I'd say no. I'm yeah. too tired. Yeah. You, you really stop parenting with the youngest. You really do. <laughs> Figure it out, son. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes till top of the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. You know, the new year's all about growth and change. And if uh, you're a business owner looking to grow your business, LinkedIn can help you find the right hires that can set you up for a strong year. LinkedIn jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for. So take advantage of this uh, great technology and service with LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, right now, uh, uh, you can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. That's LinkedIn.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, uh, as we come on back, we've looked back 
uh, at the weekend. Uh, there's a number of stories we haven't gotten to. This one here kind of jumps out, and then we uh, we'll go to the phones. Eight six six We Be Big. Um, this one here just kind of jumps out at me. Let me give you this headline. Man, twenty five. All right. And again, for those of you uh, in the Secret Service, I'm just reading this headline. This isn't me. Okay. Man, twenty five is arrested outside the White House. I know a lot was going on this past weekend. You might hadn't heard that. He had a knife. And guess what he told Secret Service agents? He was there to assassinate Donald Trump. Oh, well, at least he didn't try to hide it. That's at least the, he was honest. you got to give him that. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of man you probably want to go ahead and, and take into custody, And then he you? got his face mashed right into the ground as they right. were cuffing him. Right. You know, you want to get, get tackled out in front of the White House, pull yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested Saturday afternoon. Think back to whatever you were doing Saturday. This man was arrested outside the White House uh, and charged with making threats to do bodily harm. Uh, the Metro- Metropolitan Police Department said uh, he approached a Secret Service officer who was patrolling outside the White House and said he was there to assassinate Trump. I mean, he didn't even try to hide it. They found a three-and-a-half-inch knife uh, on his left hip, and uh, he uh, – what is this? Did he think they were just going to let him in because he was honest? What are you here for? Well, actually, I'm here to kill the president. Oh, well, okay. so well he, at least you're honest. Come he, on. he had a knife uh, holstered on his left hip, okay, and then on his right hip, he had a, an empty um, pistol hol- holster on his right hip. Nothing in it. No, I did no. The pair of noon chokes. Okay. Uh, authorities described him in the report as a critically missing, endangered person, as well as mental health consumer. You think? So yeah. we we had some uh, we got some problems yeah. there, but that that just kind of jumped out to me. I tell you, uh, one that jumped out uh, to me this weekend was a, a gentleman that evidently has forty-seven cups of coffee a day. Mm. A day? Now, now I drink a lot wow. of coffee. <laughs> now, but listen, I don't listen. Know about you, don't, you don't touch this guy though. 40, no, 47, uh, national champion. Forty-seven cups a day is six gallons uh, a day, and of course, six no gallons? one can wow. no one can absolutely drink six yeah. gallons a day of any liquid, no. much less coffee. But he is getting it in the form of super strong espresso. So they're saying he's getting the caffeine of forty-seven. Correct. Cups. Okay. Now he's not yep. physically because, like you said, nobody can. Nah, do man. That. He's, he's getting he's it in the, in the bathroom. He's getting it in the form of of strong. It says super strong espressos uh, to cut down on the volume. God, he's got to have a headache. But he gets the potency. He also, and we could do this because we have this here. He also chews on raw coffee grounds. Okay. When he needs an extra energy burst. Could he, like, put them in his lip and dip them like tobacco? <laughs> um, it says, while while on world's while on the world's hugest coffee buzz. Hugest. He has what it says here. That's a real word. He wrote 47 novels, uh, 18 <laughs> short stories. 47 novels. And 18 plays. Now, how many years did this take place? I don't know. I don't. I don't. It, well, he's up. Yeah. You know, he's awake. He might as well write something. So, but th- I, I did say I'm going to pump out forty-seven novels. I'm going to throw out a few short stories too. But it did say this at yeah. the end. that caught me. He said, according to multiple studies, and Greg, this is this <laughs> is you. You get the greatest benefit from coffee if you actually drink be- between six and eight cups a day. And I drink about. I, I bet I drink six. Roughly a quart. Okay. Right. So that's if you you get the most out of coffee up, if you drink. Six to eight cups a day. Y'all realize though, I drink a lot of coffee, it's and a I'll lot of feel coffee. a slightly, you know, maybe a little bit of awakening. 
mm-hmm. but it doesn't like keep me awake. Like if it's bedtime and I've drank coffee, I can go to sleep. Yeah, me too. It, it doesn't bother. <clears throat> so bottoms up, bottoms to you up, coffee drinkers. Let's that jump guy, out. I bet. He, I mean, I feel like he has to have a headache. You would massive think so. Headache, massive headache. Nice. Uh, also, don't forget it's the week of love, y'all's favorite coming up, Valentine's Day. Awesome. Uh, Seth is in Milton. What's up, Seth? Could y'all imagine how strong that man's urine smells? Oh, yeah, yeah we've all had coffee urine before. Woo! That and asparagus. Yes. Wow. Uh, let's go to Brad. He's in Homewood, Alabama. Brad, what's hey, going on? Bradford. Hey, Bradley. Uh, yeah, guys. How are y'all? Man, we're great. How are you? Doing good. I mean, I call in one one time, and it's the least amount of phone calls y'all taking in a kickoff hour ever. Ever, yeah. ever. We've we, we just been so ever. busy just hanging out. I'm sorry, Brad. Go ahead. It's all good. I even, I even texted Helms and said, hey, man, I'm on hold here. Okay. okay. Oh, wow. I texted him. Wow. Y'all you must hit, be buddies. Uh, he ignored you. You did, Brad. He ignored you like Ryan. it was you, by the way. Ryan's ignoring him, <laughs> signing up for soccer, but that's fine. Hey, uh, c- Hey, one thing is, YouTube's only about four seconds behind on the delay, so y'all are doing pretty well there. Okay. Um, two things from Friday. Uh, I think Mitt Romney is taking the Joe Biden's role and going to run as a Democrat in 2024 as the moderate to get them back together. Hmm. Possibly. That, Possibly. That, that's my conspiracy there because of they, they want to get back in the middle a little bit, and he's Biden can't do it, so that may be the role there. Mm-hmm. The, the, the little rant I had was, and y'all probably got emails or texts, when y'all were talking about the IN and CM on the waist of yeah. the uh, boxer brief, yeah. those were inches and centimeters. Yeah, no, yeah. we're a bunch of DAs. And I listened to the podcast, Normally Not Live, mm-hmm. so I was screaming at the radio yesterday yeah. on Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. Well, going, yeah that wasn't that inches, hard. It's inches, it's inches. Yeah, it really wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't. Yeah, yeah, we, we were kind of overcomplicated that one, didn't yep. we? Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we, we were hammered. That's good underwear, though. Yeah, Thanks, is. Brad. Sorry I missed your text. Those are good underwear. Yeah. I got mine on right now. Sacks. That'd be really good summer underwear. Sacks. S-A-X-X. Sacks. That'd be good summer underwear. That hammock. That hammock's shown up. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba join us. Uh, Rick and Sherry's anniversary today as well. Ooh. How about that? A week of love. We get kicked off right, baby. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Hey, thank you for being with us today. All right, uh, we start with the national anthem. Here's the Gaither Vocal Band. Stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night 
that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the home of the past the hour. A little frustrating. Uh, eight minutes past the hour. More Rick and Bubba. Here we go. It is the, the week of love here as we roll our way to Friday's Valentine's Day. Some of the greatest love songs in the history of the world uh, celebrated uh, this week. Uh, stories and Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, uh, Helmsy here, Eddie Van Adler also in the mix, Team Rick and Bubba. Uh, Stretch Armstrong is our Rick and Bubba University student as he earns his degree in common sense. Common sense, of course, now a superpower. Across the way, there he sits, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master at a king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Hey, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Somebody say it. When I was a younger man, I hadn't a care. Fooling around. Hitting the town, a grow in my head. You came along and stole my heart when you entered my life. Everybody say it, come on. Ooh, babe, you got what it takes, so I made you my wife. Happy anniversary, Sherry. Since then, I never look back. It's almost like living a dream. Somebody say, I love you. And ooh. Getting in the beer, Greg. You picked me up from off the floor and gave me a smile. Somebody say it. They said you're much too young. Your life ain't begun. Then let's just walk for a while. And as my head was spinning round, I gazed into your eyes and all the Thank you, babe, for being a friend Shining your light on my life Cause ooh, I need you 
Climax Blues Band. I love you. The week of love. The week of love. I couldn't think of it. That's straightforward. This song's called I Love You. (laughs) That's right. There you go. That's a good one. Ready to go. Before we get started with all that we have to cover today, I do want to say uh, thank you to the tubers who were here on Friday. Uh, I really appreciate your passion for the show. Uh, Good to see everybody. Good to see Gary. Uh, who has made a, uh, an amazing recovery no, no from doubt. a tragic accident. No doubt. And uh, that, that does all of our heart well. Also, I want to thank uh, the, some of the tubers that brought us gifts. Vicky, thank you for our little uh, bags you brought us. Yes. We really appreciate thank that. You. And I enjoyed it very much over the weekend. Yes, it was good. So thank Nothing like fun dip out in a deer blind. No, no huh? i got to tell you. What, <laughs> what, what, awesome. what, a, what a day, what a day, what a day. So uh, we do have a lot to cover on the program today. Don't forget, it is uh, Buffalo Wild Wings uh, Charity Charge uh, today. So uh, if you are you know, in and around the participating Buffalo Wild Wings locations, uh, go out, just enjoy delicious food. 10% of all food sales uh, will go to Shepherd's Fold of Alabama today, and uh, they do an incredible job of transitioning people you know, out of uh, prison into society and trying to give them their best shot at a new life. So... Uh, all, of course, uh, focused first on redemption in Christ. So, so anyway, uh, we'll we'll have that going on today. So it's it's always fun to to sacrifice, and it's good to sacrifice. But sometimes sacrifice is not even required. Yep, you just go eat, and uh, there it is. That, that's that's my kind of giving. Right there, 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 there it is. That. Uh, also, happy anniversary to you and Sherry. Yes. One, two, happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. And uh, Sherry and I, we we had the uh, the weekend of love, and uh, you know today on a Monday, uh, twenty four years ago today, uh, we were married, and uh, I actually put out on Instagram today a picture from our wedding uh, that uh, that Sherry had. Uh, we got up this morning and prayed together before we headed out, and uh, all of you remember that uh, that wedding, and uh, there it is right there. The the and, and I hope wow. I know every husband out there feels the same way. I, that's the prettiest bride the world has ever known, right there. <laughs> And uh, so, uh, so we always remember the bride of your youth. Uh, uh, the scripture tells us. Uh, but we had we had a great time, and you know it was interesting because um, twenty four years. And you know how we, we when are we going to learn that, that God's timing is just always better than ours? And uh, so you know we've been we've been going back and forth trying to get Sherry's uh, audio book available, and um, so we kept on thinking, and they kept telling us it was going to come out on uh, right around January the nineteenth. We thought, oh, that's kind of you know a great marker in January the nineteenth, and since the book. So about what uh, what we've been through since January the nineteenth, two thousand eight, and and of course it didn't. It got delayed, and there were problems and all that. And I just started laughing hmm. when all of a sudden I got the alert yesterday that we would announce today that it was available on our anniversary. Yes, yeah, and I thought, well, you know what? And, and Sherry and I were talking about it because if you've never read the book uh, that Sherry wrote, um, A Journey to Understand Bronner, um, it really is. It's it's a lot of things, but it is a love story. It is. It, it, it has a lot to say about marriage and has a lot to say about, you know, how the, the marriage uh, set up that God put together, how it's supposed to work. And so if you have never read it and you're somebody who says, I prefer audio, or you've read it and you just want a different experience, there is a bonus chapter with the audio book that is not in the written book. Uh, so, and that is available wherever audio books are sold today. And certainly on, on audible.com, you know, we did an advertising campaign with them. The cool thing about them, if you sign up for their uh, membership, they give you three listens for free, um, so you could actually make, you know, a Bronner a Bronner journey to understand the audiobook is one of your credit ones you get. So, 
If you, you sign up at audible.com, they say, all right, pick three you want. You can pick that one. Yeah. So so anyway, so that's available today. It's out uh, and everywhere. And if you if – you, uh, I, I listened to some of this, some of it yesterday and on the way in today. It is a different experience. And Sherry is the one who narrates it. So I know sometimes audio books, they go get somebody else to narrate it. But uh, it is narrated by Sherry, and it is a – it's a powerful experience. So, so anyway, I knew I knew it was off to a roaring start. One of our truck drivers sent me alert. Said, "Hey, <laughs> that's great. There. I'm, I'm over on the side of the road. I'm, I'm, I've got I've got Sherry's audio book, and I'm I'm eastbound and down. So, okay. so anyway, uh, it is available uh, wherever audio books are sold today. And for that to come out on our anniversary is uh, is very very special. So, so there you go. We'll come back. Uh, we have a we'll, we'll even play a little clip from it today. I mean, uh, a little. It's one of my favorite uh, comments that Sherry makes in the book, and, uh, and I got it queued up to that. It's just uh, about a minute and a half, but it's uh, it is my wonderful wife in a nutshell. Uh, Fifteen minutes pass. We'll be back. Eight six six. We be big. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. The week of love is underway. Charity charge rolling today. Mention that. So um, we got a couple of things we can look back on. The uh, President Trump uh, and the National Prayer Breakfast and and all of that, and then the press conference. Was that all happening as we were wrapping up the show on Friday? Uh, it was going first, on while we were on. Yeah, yeah, when he came out with the the newspapers and the acquittal, and he's had his speech, and and his bubble was just telling me he's also fired uh, people, walked them out of the. Oh, Vinman, they yeah. walked him out right. in, yeah. in in quite a ceremony Friday with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, escorts. Right. So and got his brother too. Who I don't even think he worked at the White House. I think he was at the Pentagon. Right. Got him. Yeah. Recall the ambassador to the EU. Mm-hmm. So the heads were rolling. Uh, yep. The one lady who testified who was on Pence's staff has now been reassigned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, And the prayer breakfast was on Thursday. The was that Thursday? Yeah, okay. Okay. So we've already talked about that. Okay. I couldn't remember which one. Yeah, was it was all running one. together. Yeah. There's, yeah. So, there's so much. Well, our friend Scott Dawson was there, and he said it was quite It was quite the, <laughs> oh, quite the moment. I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like being there, huh? Yeah. Well, I didn't know this, and I guess we didn't know it Friday. I didn't know it until I actually saw Scott on Friday after the show, and I did not know this, and you talk about ironic. The theme of the National Prayer Breakfast this year was love your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, hey, what, what a, you know, in what Washington. Timing's everything. In Washington, that's, that's a tough subject, isn't it? Yeah, well, he said especially when Trump, and as you said, it was kind of lighthearted, but Trump comes out holding the, uh, the newspaper with a quiddle on it mm-hmm. at the National Prayer Breakfast. And basically says to the guy who says something about love your enemies, said, "You know, I don't know if I agree with him." <laughs> yeah, but 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 then 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 he said he kind of then he started talking about it was just hard to do, which it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, it's a. It, I'll tell you one it's thing. Washington. Oh my goodness! Uh, but what a day! So uh, so there the, and then uh, I know with the Oscars last night, I didn't see any of that. Um, that that that's that's up for discussion. As well, um, I did see Ford versus Ferrari over the weekend. Though. Yeah, hey, Rick, I'm that. going to watch that movie, so you're going to have to stop. Okay, because okay. I know what you're going. to do. I see that you're excited. I know about what you're it. going. To you're do. hopping around a little bit. 
I just, I just. You can give it away. Well, I, you, when you watch a movie based on true story, my goodness, you know, when your brother is Wikipedia, you know, has to tell yes, you everything sir. in there. And Kylie, it's got a lot of that. <laughs> it, you know, the, how about this? The things that matter seem to be accurate. Okay. And you know how they'll do things like. Well, then, we, like I said, we've said before, we got to have a two-hour movie, and a lot right. of times the story's not worth that, so you have to add. Can something. I tell you this? As a matter of fact, there was one thing in there that was accurate that I didn't want to be accurate. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah but it was. You're hoping it was that. Oh, here I you was. go. This is when he comes to yeah, the back door. You're, yeah. you're he gets encouraging. Talking it. About. Yeah. Yeah. You're encouraging. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Let me change oh, frustration the topic. Now, Bobby. Let me let me <laughs> let me <laughs> completely <laughs> change this subject to try to save you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Uh, I got a lot of uh, very nice comments uh, about the podcast this weekend. Where yeah, we kind of yeah, and and it wasn't we wasn't trying to lead. I think we were just kind of having our getting our clothes on. we were just kind of talking out loud out. Yeah. and uh but anyway got a lot of nice comments on that and i, I appreciate those and uh maybe it was food for thought yeah if you uh if you didn't get that over the weekend How was that? The, the latest Good, uh, buddy rick and bubba university podcast bubba and i just sitting here and vetted out the whole acquittal and constitution and jimmy jam and yep. basically we had a whole po- political discussion about the state of our country politically and um, so I, I, it was enjoyable, and um, and I, I think we covered some things need to be covered. Uh, you, you mentioned the Oscars too. Um, I, I did not see it, and I'm I'm out of the loop on it because Oscars is not one of those things that I go, oh my gosh, I got to mm-hmm. see that. Sure. But who <laughs> who was the guy that that quoted uh, the the Communist Manifesto? There was a woman. Uh, and here we go. They did some documentary. I didn't see it. I just read the thing, right, and, right. and she quoted Karl Marx. Mm-hmm. Right. That's now, is this the one about the Obamas? Yes, because he praised her, and she had was quoting Karl Marx. Yeah, up there. And again, I, I didn't see that, but I was reading the article today. And yeah, from the I will say this: the the well, uh, we're, I, we're we're not really hiding our feelings anymore no. on some of this, uh, which I think is good because a long for a long time it was it mm. was shaded. At least we know what we're dealing with now. Yeah, I, see I didn't it. realize it was that extreme. Marxism, that, we're going back to that. Yeah, I know. Well, Greg, remember one Well, it t- worked so well. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's got that, such a great track record. We <laughs> can't really point to that winner out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, if we had a bunch of them, I'd be like, I mean, well, let's could, talk yeah. about well, it. Well, can y'all help me, though? Uh, it, was there a movie about Karl Marx? Was there? No, I, 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 I really don't know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I think, correct me if I'm right here, Bob, you may be looking at it over there. The documentary was it about the Obama? It was, a, yeah, it was, a, and this is one of the people who were the producer or whatever. Okay, okay. And they, and, and, and I guess they I'm won really, best doc, documentary, uh, and it it was American Factory. Okay, I guess, and the co-director uh, Julia um, is the one that that made yeah. the comments you're talking about. And then she started quoting Karl Marx. Yes. All right. So well, this understand, Greg, when you said you didn't know that we were at that point. Remember, also, we're currently living in a country not only that quotes Karl Marx now and has socialist soci- socialists running for to be president. Oh yeah, and are yeah. proud of it. And are pr- I mean, they're in. They they're in, and they they they've got momentum. They have a chance to be nominated. Thank you, Rick, very much. But <laughs> Greg, remember though, this is the same country that at one time we, I thought we all agreed that life began after birth. That's true. You now, we're, now we're debating. That. <laughs> now we're not even sure about that. <laughs> so, so it's really it's got Karl Marx look like nothing. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It, look, uh, embracing Karl Marx. Yeah. That's, that's mild. That's, yeah, I mean that's now now we're so now, now we're, we're, we're we're all debating where does life begin. Now, do we all agree it begins after birth? Absolutely. <laughs> well, eh, yeah. You know, I mean, who, who's he quoting? Himmler? <laughs> you know? I mean, my gosh. Well, what if somebody don't want that baby though, and it's laying over all alive? Yeah. <laughs> Took him nine months to realize they didn't want it. <laughs> right. Who are we to let that thing live?
<laughs> um, well, I thought we all agreed on that one, though. But uh, yeah, but anyway, I, so. yeah, I don't believe that, I didn't realize the debate was there, but I guess it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, let me Sadly. tell you, it's just like what I hate to go back to Rick and Webb University again. We were discussing, and the the thing I took away from that the most over the weekend, and it's almost like because we were really thinking out loud, yeah. you know, for about forty four yeah. minutes, forty five minutes, is you better know the Constitution now. You know, just like we talked about, you better know scripture. Yeah. So that way, if someone's saying something's not right, you know. Because both political parties tell you that they're the ones who love the Constitution. Well, you better figure out which one's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or any candidate. Because everybody says that they love the Constitution. Oh, yeah. You, you know, it's always amazing. So to you better me, you better know wh- whether they're telling you the truth or not. The, the people yeah. who were always pushing this uh, socialist communist agenda happen to be multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've never really understood that concept completely so they made their money in capitalism now they want to pull the ladder to the treehouse up not let anybody else in that's it you know mm-hmm. I, it's just amazing to me mm-hmm. hey and the demos are even worried about birdie now james carville's out doing a hatchet job oh, on him with his john carey john carey was out doing a hatchet job on him yeah, yeah they're, they're so when john carey and carville's worried about you that you're going too far left you're off that's a wake up. it's part of the bring hillary in movement Oh yes, yeah, yeah. That that that's. I think that is becoming reality before our very ears and eyes. We'll be back. It's bottom of the hour. Eight six six. We be big is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Here we go. Uh, We head right. It seems like tax season was just yesterday, but it is back. And, you know, about now, uh, you're gathering up all your tax stuff. You're seeing that in the mail. Everybody send you. You hope they do. Uh, All the different stuff you need for your taxes. Well, that may also be reminding you of something that hangs over you like a black cloud. And that is IRS debt that uh, you have not resolved. And you're thinking, well, today could be the day uh, that someone from the IRS shows up at work and starts trying to figure out how to garnish my wages. And um, they're, they're over here, you know, looking at my property, thinking what they're going to sell and take from me. Uh, so um, they're going to take over my bank account. See, that's, n- that's no way to live. Can we give that? Hey, everybody give me this right here. Give me a thumbs down if you want to live that way. That's that is a Big thumbs nate. down. Big so, nate. so why don't why don't you just get that resolved now by calling Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution firm, uh, and they're experts in an, R- an IRS program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Uh, the Fresh now you know you may be like me. I, I, you, even if you know this program, you you got no idea how to um, you know maneuver through this and, and to navigate you know these waters. That's why you want Optima Tax Relief on your side. Uh, and they've resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for people just like you. So uh, so get that peace of mind that you're looking for by calling 1-800-501-0866. That's 1-800-501-0866. Uh, if you can't write that number down right now, just go to rickandbubba.com, and you'll find that link under the Sponsors button as well. Uh, now, Bubba, I know you can't mention what what we're about to mention now, uh, because I can say this: one of my favorite TV shows was Bye Bye Black Sheep, or whatever the name of it was. It wasn't technically that name. Was it was not? It? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I think, think that was, was the name of it. 
Boy, was a long time ago. It was. Mm-hmm. was I think it was Bob I love that show, mm-hmm. and I love the historical character it was based off of, Pappy Boynton. There it is. Yeah. So can I'll say it. Can I start it that way? Should, so, should somebody else say it? Because, yeah. because yeah, I, I can't say it. I, I honestly thought he'd been dead for years. But there, there's I, uh, Robert Conrad knocked, knocked the battery I off I thought I saw him being quoted about something not too long ago. Are I we mean, not like last week? I thought I saw an article him quoted on something. Are we not sure whether Robert Conrad's dead or not? You no, know, he what, is. What, I saw that, but yeah. it seems like the week before I just, they he just commented on something. Well, look, I mean, I thought you know, I mean, it's you never know. Well, we were growing up. He was in a lot of movies, but he uh, he was probably most famous for doing that. Uh, battery commercial oh, where yeah. he dared you to knock it off he his dared. shoulder because he kind of had that tough guy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, fight you know, I'm going to fight kind of guy because e- even when they had the uh, uh, what was the competition celebrity between celebrity superstars, oh, superstars, Battle of the Network stars. Yeah. He, superstars he was, was different. He was the leader of one of the teams, like NBC. I think that's where uh, Black Sheep was on. Oh, he would argue a call. He yeah. was always mad. I mean, him and Gabe always, Kaplan. No, no, listen, they like to got into it. Yeah, him and Gabe Kaplan. It came down to the end. They agreed to have a, a fifty-yard race to decide the whole thing, and Gabe Kaplan outran him. Did, I couldn't believe it. Did, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what I remember about Robert Conrad. On that note, is Robert Conrad. Everybody, when they did the Battle of the Sexes, everybody. Would kind of go, go, goof right off with the female mm-hmm. they were playing. I even remember. And, oh, he tried to beat him. And in a terrible irony, Bill Can Cosby kept that? Bill Cosby playing tennis. Yeah. But but anyway, against against I think Fair Falsehood or something. <laughs> but anyway, um, I remember it got down to Robert Conrad racing some woman on the mm-hmm. long distance run, and oh, he yeah. and he beat her by he ran off with a mad <laughs> look, with a mad look yeah. on his face, yeah. and I'm talking <laughs> about just beat her as far and as by as much distance <laughs> he didn't as, let up at as, all as he? he possibly could. Oh, he was serious. <laughs> he was. He was a he was a he was a competitor, baby. Oh. Can, can we hear the battery commercial just for old times' sake? Uh, I know go we ahead. just played it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's gonna come yeah. from Skype. I'm rolling the theme. I dare you. Yeah. I dare you. Of course, here you go. I dare you to knock this off. I dare you to compare anybody's batteries, anybody's, with alkaline power cells and try to beat them for long life. You know what? You can't. When you want long-lasting energy, you can't buy a longer-lasting all-purpose power system than gold, red, and black alkaline power cells from (laughs) EverReady. The power cell that dares to compare. Come on. I dare you. Oh, I remember that so good. And I'd be at home just slapping at him. Can you remember Dad? Dad always threatened to slap it off of him. Every, every Dad, time he came on, he'd Dad, be Dad, mad about Dad it. Dad lived to fight Robert Conrad. He did. I'll tell you what, I'll slap that battery off. Sure. I'll, I'll slap it up at the. There was. We used to love it. That, that was a great commercial, but there were a lot of variations of it. I mean, there were several he did. I mean, it was. There was as many variations as the woodchucks oh, chucking yeah. wood, Absolutely, you know. Yeah. So, But I just remember uh, always, it would always end that same way. Come on. I dare you. But the TV show. Bye bye black sheep was by far and away my favorite. I mean, I love that. See, I, I, I uh, okay, yeah, it, I, I, I was, uh, I was, I, did, <laughs> this is going to disappoint you, but I didn't really like bye bye black sheep. Really, yeah, I never watched it. Well, the whole concept of a bunch of outlaws <laughs> that just wasn't your thing. That was thrown together <laughs> in World I, War Two. I didn't watch Mash. Oh, I liked. All See, that. I like war drums. Yeah, I yeah, do too, yeah. Bubba. I wasn't drawn to them. I like, now, I get this, get this I, I like war movies, but I didn't like the, war ongoing series. Okay. The, so this movies is, uh, are good with Oh, I love war. But if it's a series about the war, <laughs> it kind of hokey, hokeyed it up. Wait till I tell you about Ford versus Sparrowing. I know okay. you're going to. Now, what I loved about this, this character that he played, Pappy Boynton, uh, was, was the, the show Bye Bye Black Sheep was based on a real-life guy who uh, 
was a United States Marines fighter during World War II. He became an ace. He received the Medal of Honor and the Navy Cross. Um, he saw action in China before World Pappy War II Boynton? kicked in. Yeah, he was with the Fighting Tigers. But the, in um, he took command of an F-4U Corsair fighter, and in September of 1943, he took command of a Marine fighter squadron, v, uh, VMF-214, known as the Black Sheep. So it was based on a somewhat true story. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, you know, they did everything a little bit, not exactly by the book, right. but had great results. I didn't watch this. I didn't watch MASH, and I didn't watch Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. I didn't like See, Hogan's Heroes. I loved Hogan's Heroes. I like Heroes. MASH, yeah. though. See, yeah. that was so funny right. to me, though. Yeah, I know nothing. Like. Yeah. Ten, from 10.30 to 11. Well, what, what was it about me that <laughs> yeah. I would watch a war picture but not a war series? <laughs> I don't know, Rick. That's odd. But see, I, I What's love, wrong? Why don't you give MASH a little bit? I love Hogan's Heroes we because of, all, of <laughs> all the little little things they had going the Germans I, didn't know about. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like Hogan's Heroes. I yeah. never got into that. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. I don't know why. I just never never liked it. I because just, they hey, were I taking the war and making it funny. Yeah, what I what I that would, ain't why I didn't like. It. I just said that. See, I, I, I was over here with Andy Griffith, Gomer oh, Paul, now look, don't Brady Bunch, you know uh, that Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I was over in that world. <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying I'm proud of it. I'm just saying that's what it was. You know what I watched a lot of times when I got home from school. And to be honest, it was really goofy. Uh, the monkeys, and I don't. It wasn't yeah. even that good, but I'd watch it. Yeah, that was a good show. I, I saw it on Saturday morning. Yeah, I remember being on that. The, the monkey show made me feel strange. Well, it was a little strange. Yeah, you know. What yeah, I mean? that's what I'm saying. It was it was kind of a weird deal. Yeah, it, it, I'd take the last train to Clarksville if you didn't watch it. Right. Oh, yeah. it was, yeah. Then, then when I, I always re- had a little song, I liked the end. song. Well, yeah. then when I realized that basically I was enjoying songs by Neil Diamond because he wrote like <laughs> yeah. he wrote like almost all of them. <laughs> yeah, that was, they were actually his songs. Yeah, if you want to weird out, be a kid who thinks the Monkeys wrote all those songs. Yeah, and you all were actually sudden, a real band. And all of a sudden, Neil Diamond singing them. You're like, what's going on here? Yeah. Why is he singing that? But the monkeys, they were a real band, though, right? No, they were put together. They toured. Just for the, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were but they, they were like a couple actors and a couple musicians. Right. Like Mickey Jones, so the, he, told, he said they had to learn how to play the drums. He could sing because mm-hmm. he was a child actor like right. in Broadway and all, but, but he said he didn't know how to play the drums. But when, but when they got out and went on tour, didn't they learn to play good enough they could play those songs live think, or were they pantomiming? No, Davey, they played live. I think Davey Peter Jones, Tork and Mike Naismith were, were – Musicians. Davy Jones was a musician. Well, he could sing. Yeah, but he, he was like this the teen heartthrob. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but I remember uh, it was Mickey either, was the one that was funny to me. It was, either, but they tried out for these parts and were put together by Don Kirshner, by the way. Yeah, they 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 were not a band and said, "Hey, let's make a show about a band." They they came. So up with the this TV idea. show made a band. Yes. Okay. What was what was hilarious? See, I didn't follow it that close. Oh, yeah. What's hilarious is the, I, I saw Mike Naismith wrote about. Their tour was based, you know, it was brilliant on Don Kirshner's part because now we have an audience because we have a TV show about a band. Now come see the band in concert and let's sell you some tickets, like the Partridge family and all that. So he's got a built-in audience because of the TV show. And like Jimi Hendrix opened for them. Yes. And, that, the, and the crowd booed Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, that's and, a, a great it, famous story. It, and he, he said, he, I remember sitting there going, so they're booing this guy. <laughs> and they're excited. they want the monkey. And they're excited about us. Well, that's pop culture. Right. And every time we bring them up, we have to ask, is it true? Did Mike Naismith's mom really invent uh, liquid paper? I know. I You're never right. understood did you ever follow? Debate. Did you ever follow that and see if that we happened? We could Google it, I'm sure. Yeah. But. Uh, here's what I'm more amazed about. We started out this segment talking about Robert Conrad. How can I go? Can I go back? Can I go back? We're at the monkeys. Can I go back to Pappy Boynton? <laughs> Are you kidding me? 
for just a minute. Even How'd though get there? you know the black sheep ran for two seasons, but the real Pappy a Boynton, two seasons? he got shot down and was captured by the Japanese and was a prisoner of war for a year till they surrendered. Mm. So they never covered that. And in the Black Japanese Sheep. weren't very nice <laughs> they to They never covered that. In Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> no, that you know my favorite episode, like part of the squadron was out and the Japanese overran their little island and, and they put the American flag up upside down because oh, yeah. they were told to make everything look normal because they wanted to capture the planes when they came in. And they saw that and they, they broke away. That was my favorite episode. I do. I remember that. That was a good episode. All right, we'll be right Put back. Put the flag upside down if you're being held hostage. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Thank you for being with us today. All right, so um, uh, an update with all this stuff going on with Iowa and Bubba, the, the, the caucus, uh, the Iowa caucus. Bubba, they, the Democratic Party has officially awarded the largest portion of the caucus delegates to Pete Buttigieg, however you say his last name. Yeah, so he officially won. Uh, so Pistol Pete officially won the the lion's share. You know that's, of, of the delegates from Iowa. That's that's shocking to me that, that Democrats in Iowa would uh, would choose him. Um, just doesn't seem like it goes with the farming lifestyle. But um, it does not. Uh, you know, I I can't help but think that the other candidates that were tied up with impeachment hearings it hurt them not being there. Bernie Sanders is objecting, and he he won't say re-canvas. Oh, I object, Rick. I object <laughs> of obvious discrepancies. Obvious discrepancies, Rick. Obvious. <laughs> now I just want to. This leads into the James Carville comment. I just want all of you Democrats to know that in Iowa and the caucus, there was a fight, and the guy who was awarded the delegates and barely edged out a socialist was the guy who has a husband. This is quoting Carville. <laughs> well, well, he's he's saying he he doesn't say like we would say it, but yeah. he just says, "Look, I I think we are losing. That's our, our front runners." You, and and he's, he's talking about electability. He's just talking about the Democratic Party said they're yeah. moving too far to the left. Yeah, he does not specify anything about what I just said. But but to me, I'm the kind of person that has that's to have the, have mean, to have yeah. those kind of wake up calls. You know, if I'm supporting a political party and I realize that the person who just won our caucus has a husband and he's a guy, mm-hmm. and the and the guy right behind him that's this wanting him to read this thinks there were some discrepancies as a socialist. And because he, yeah. he, he was a close second, Does, should that concern you at all? Mm. I mean, that's that's Democrats who went out and said these are the two we want to give the most votes to here in the in the caucus or however that thing works. Wow! So it's hard to figure it out. So, so yeah, okay. Right, here, here's James Carvel, who's who's not who's not who's not really known, uh, Bubba, as a you know a, a devout uh, conservative. Right. So, so yeah. for me, it's more like 2016, 2018. The polling averages are not have not been very good the last 10 days. And I've seen some pretty good polls that, that show enthusiasm among Democrats is, is, is not as high as, as we might like it. So there's something with, as people are watching this process that is concerning them. I, I, I do want to take the chance to congratulate Mayor Pete and his staff. That was a remarkable night that they had in Des Moines. But I think that this is not going particularly well so far. 
And why is Tom Perez still the chairman of the Democratic National Committee? I have no idea. Uh, this party needs to, to wake up and, and make sure that we talk about things that are relevant to people. We need to go back to 2018, where we had good, diverse, strong candidates that had real connections to the community and talked about real things. We don't need to become the British Labor Party. That's not that's not that's a bad thing. It, it's, it's not going well over there. So there. Democrats and now I want to see these, these candidates and Pete, Mayor Pete's got something going. Hopefully Senator Warren can can you know, become that, that student at the University of Houston, that single mother that knows that plights that people go through. Uh, who knows? Maybe Mayor, uh, Mayor Mike can, can come on. But right now, I got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm not very impressed. So he says uh, we can't become the British Labor Party. Which and he is said a that, socialist and, party. And that's the socialist party. And he says that's what we sound like right now. And that's not good. So... And do you see how he was trying not to get in trouble yeah. by congratulating Mary Pete? But you could see in his face grave concern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like thinking that's that's not going to play well in, in the heartland. That's not going to play did well. You, and you, some of these states we that we lost last time that we should have won. When he's mm-hmm. talking about all these possibilities and he's talking about uh, Mike Bloomberg and all this, do you think it was it was strange? Uh, uh, do you think it was strange that he left Hillary out of that conversation? I did think that was strange. I almost. Think- Almost premeditated to leave her out of that. Yeah, I mean, yes, it seemed intentional. Yeah, yeah, because uh, so what does that mean? That she's going to come in to the race. <laughs> this is all part of the they're laying the the groundwork. Because right. what his job was to do, Bubba, to your point, he was supposed to block. He's an offensive yeah. lineman, <laughs> yeah. and so what what he did is he went out there, and what he has to do is to be the person who says our party needs something, you know, needs something drastic. That that's his job. You know what I mean? Hey, our party needs something drastic. His job is to say the party needs something, and I'm very concerned about the state of the party. That's his job. Right. Better known as offensive guard. Right. Okay. And then Hillary gets the ball and comes right through there and says, Here's I am the answer. Well, just like James Carville said, she'll probably even say, Oh yeah. I wasn't really gonna do it till I heard James Carville. And I realized that man, he really needs trouble. Me. Yeah. America needs me. America needs me. Yeah. John John Kerry also had some comments on it. Speedy may have that here in just yeah, a second. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for it about him being over overheard. Is that what you're talking well, about? Well, I think he was talking to somebody. I don't think Yeah, he, he was, was talking uh, to somebody. It says John Kerry overheard discussing potential twenty twenty bid amid concerns of Sanders is one of the stories that's there, out. There's a full three bell fire right now. And you know, before they had Bernie crazy Bernie kind of cornered in with this superdelegate thing. See, the superdelegates were going to pick the nominee because they had enough votes. In other words, they had like more votes than a regular delegate. Yeah. So the superdelegates, which were given out and appointed, had the ability to pick the nominee, so they knew they had Hillary and that Bernie would not be an issue. But right now you got Bernie running wild. Now, we just had one caucus, which, by the way, I've never fully understood what the caucus is. Best I can tell, there's 1,700 places that people go and stand in a gym. Right, yeah. That's and it, you go yeah. to the corner of your candidate, which I don't know. Seems like we've moved beyond mm-hmm. that with the voting box. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. back in, you know, at some point in time. But that's their deal. That's fine. Whatever they want to do. Yeah. Um, basically, John Kerry came back out and, and, and denied on Twitter saying, look, I am not running in 2020. I support Joe Biden. I've been trying to help him. And he's going to beat Trump. That that's that that was about eight or seven, seven eight days ago. Of course he's not. Well, uh, what I heard him say though, he was he was really running Bernie down. Yeah, saying yeah, you know right. we're we're not socialists. And I'm going yeah. go, I'm going back to that yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, more of that. I think some of the the Democrats are waking up the John Kerry's, the James Carville. I think they're waking up to a truth. Mm-hmm. I give them credit for that. 
See, what happens is just because it becomes politically correct or it sounds rowdy, you can be put – because, look, we know how marketing works. You can be put into an illusion that something is bigger than it really is. Right. And you start thinking, my goodness, the place to be right now, the majority of Americans are fine with the president who will have a husband, uh, but he's a man, and they'll be fine with socialism. That's the drift of the country. But you're wrong. Yeah. It, it, it certainly is a loud group right now. Yeah. Okay. But, but deep down, Jack Nicholson, in places you don't talk about at parties, people <laughs> don't really, the majority of Americans don't really want us to be a socialist country. And, and I hate to break it, some hearts out there. Most Americans really would prefer not to have the White House with a same sex couple. Correct. Yeah. As the first family. Yeah. They, they really don't. That is, that is not the majority of our yeah. country. It certainly is some of our country, and maybe more than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. But it is not the majority, and you are not going to win the presidency with that being your candidate. And uh, we, we, we have fallen, but we haven't. That, that, is, that is not. There's still too many people. And, and I got bad news for them. There's actually, there's really the people that are kind of in, in the middle or the issue. The younger generation, I'm talking about much younger, like the age of, of, of our kids. They're actually starting to drift back to a more traditional view of things. So, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.